we'll just get into it. So, everybody, welcome back to a, another episode of Rebel with a Cause. I am your host, Eric, and joining me on the line tonight is uh, Brick from the uh, Brit and Freckle Show. How's it going? Gosh. Hey. Hi. Um, hi. I think I, you just kind of doxed me a little bit because no one knows my last name anymore. So. <laughs> well, that's okay because I, I can go back and put a little beat <laughs> on top of that. So, you know, I, you ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> I'll just uh, notate the time. There we go. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, this isn't Thanks. going out live or anything like that, so you don't have to worry about that. So I, <laughs> I, I fully apologize. That's okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, how did how did that get out? But I think because we're probably because we're Facebook friends, and so <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, also on your uh, anchor page too. So you might want to go back. <laughs> Look at that. I didn't even know it was still on there. Oh, my oh gosh. yeah. 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 Gosh, that's terrible. I hope, like, freckles and stuff is like, yeah, so I've doxxed myself. That's cool. <laughs> it's okay. I've, like, accidentally doxxed myself so many times. I've practically <laughs> given away my address, you know. <laughs> like, it's, it's, a, it's basically a miracle right now that I don't have, like, uh, thousands of dollars being shipped to like a Saudi Arabian prince or whatever. And yeah, right. uh, that I've got, you know, that I'm not answering like uh, phone calls from my grandchildren telling me they're in jail in Texas and I need to wire money to them. So uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I'm really concerned with is just like odd people just like showing up. You know? <laughs> it's like, why are you here? <laughs> well, I, you know what? I had someone tell me over Twitter like a couple months ago. That like they were like you uh, you talk a lot of smack for somebody that doesn't have a VPN and I was like I do have a VPN yeah. but it's funny that you think that I don't I'm like wow that's a lot of <laughs> so my response to them was like are you I said my my response to them was something like uh, are you threatening me yeah and they said no I'm making an observation I said oh I said well we're neighbors just so you know. And then they immediately blocked me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been around the block a a few times to know how to, uh, how to guard all that stuff, but it's really funny when I hear people and they'll just kind of make those little casual veiled threats. It's like, Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, You're talking a lot of smack. And it's like, okay, all right. Well, you know, (laughs) here's your IP address. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I, yeah, I don't know anything. I don't know a whole lot about that. So I just, um, uh, I just have a VPN and I, I pay people the, to hopefully make sure that nobody can find my, where I am. But I mean, everybody knows that I'm in Los Angeles, so it's not like a huge, you know, it's, yeah, it's like, like yeah, Los Angeles is like trying to find a needle in a stack of needles because how many <laughs> how many people live there? It's like ten million, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like good luck. I mean, uh, even over here in Baton Rouge, we've got uh, you know a few hundred thousand people, but we're so spread out. I mean, you gotta you know <laughs> that's a little homework too. So, <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. But, um, out. I mean, are you? Lately, I kind of forgot how many people are even actually out here because everybody's <laughs> sheltering in place. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, up until the uh, the beach had to get reopened because people were just going to show up anyways. 
That was one of my favorite yeah. stories out of that whole thing. <laughs> I was so proud of those people, which by the way, um, I wasn't going to go and protest, but I did just go to the beach. I was like, I'm not going to, this is ridiculous. Like it's yeah. time. Like, it's like, um, I would say like when turtles, uh, like when a turtle lays eggs and then the babies hatch and instinctively they know to go to the water. Right. Like sometime around May, I just woke up and I was like, we need to go to the beach today. Like, I just like, <laughs> in, like my soul, like I just knew it was just something instinctive. Like we, we must go near water. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so. kind of like half the reason to live in California is because you got, you know, practically an entire ocean to yourself. You know. Yeah. And I mean, I grew up in Benford County um, like where you could just walk to the beach minutes. It was like two minutes away. I could like, if I open my front door, I could see the sand, like look down the street and see the sand. So, yeah. um, being 45 minutes away now to me feels like always a little sad. Like uh, there's always a part of me that's like, when are we going to move back? And my husband's like, move back. Like, like he's never <laughs> lived at the beach at the beach. He's always lived in like, uh, in the Valley. Yeah. There's and, always something he did like maybe on the weekends or something. Yeah. And so he, so it's for him, he's like, what is this? Like, it's, it's like, he doesn't understand the, like the <laughs> connection that I have with the ocean. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. I'm just the same way with the mountains, you know? Okay. Yeah. I miss him. Yeah. It's like down here we get like a hill and it's like, Oh, it's a little mini mountain. <laughs> he is a lot like that too, because I, it's like he starts getting that way every January, February where he's like, we need, I need, I must be on a snowboard right now. Like, why am I not? <laughs> why am I not? Doing? Like he, he would be perfectly fine if we like moved to Tahoe and just like, never came back, lived on like the Nevada side or something. And yeah. just, you know, that was our life. So. No, I get it. I've been to Tahoe many times. Uh, when I was growing up as a kid, we lived in uh, Reno. So yeah, Tahoe okay. was, yeah, it was just a few hour drive away. And then we get to go hang out at the, uh, the freezing ice cold lake and, uh, <laughs> enjoy a little nature, yeah. hit, nature trail or something. <laughs> have little competitions to see who can stand in the, in the water with bare feet longer than anybody else, you know, before it started hurting. <laughs> yeah, I would be, I mean, I, I don't know if I could do any of that. Like I could probably live in maybe like Las Vegas where it gets, it stays, you know, gets warm, really hot. Oh yeah. Uh, because then I could have a pool and be fine with it. But <laughs> I mean, over near Tahoe where it's just never going to get super, super hot. I don't know how I would handle that climate. So <laughs> well, then, yeah. And then you also get snow in the wintertime. So that's, that's yeah. Fine. I mean, I guess technically that's kind of, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the, that's the caveat, I guess. Um, for, you know, for him, he's like, okay, there's a bonus, yep. but like, I need water. That's not frozen. Like I need to have justification <laughs> to go in water. That's not frozen. So <laughs> yeah, that water in Tahoe, I mean, it is so, clean and clear but it is ice ice cold yeah so yeah you're not gonna be yeah. swimming in it you know it's, it's like yeah, just like a maybe like a half a degree above freezing it is i mean it hurt to stand in it for longer than a minute so <laughs> can imagine mm. so like what? 
Sorry, I was uh, taking a drink. And uh, <laughs> those of you who don't know, I was uh, enjoying a nice uh, tall Yeti cup filled with uh, club soda and whiskey. So. Well, go you. Yeah. <laughs> it was a rough, rough week. That's all it was. Oh, really? Yeah, just too much bullshit going on. Yeah. Have to get uh, yeah. have to get chippy with the people at the uh, at the grocery store about wearing a mask. I was like, nope, got a disability. I don't have to wear it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's hard. It, it's like I'm one of those. I, like we talked before the show. Yeah. Um, I'm very much like I'm gonna wear a mask and gloves, and I know how to take off the gloves, and um, I. And one of those people that you see driving in their car with a mask on, oh. which uh, I, will, I will actually use your show to clear up why I do that. Okay, when go I for it. Car, when I get in the car to go somewhere, I don't wear a mask. But before I enter the first shop that I'm going to, I put the mask on. When I leave that shop in order not to touch my face with my dirty hands and knowing that I'm going five or six other places, I leave the mask on so that I'm not risking contaminating my face like touching my face by taking the mask off or touching my hair knowing that i'm not going to be able to go right home and wash my face off okay so that's my reasoning i don't know why other people do it if they're just doing it because they feel the need to wear a mask in the car like i i understand how silly that is but yeah for me i just don't want to touch my face again after i've done it so after you know no, I, I can understand that. I mean, uh, and we talked to and there's, you know, you have a good reason why you do all of that stuff. So, um, yeah. yeah, for some people it's like, well, if I have the mask up there, I know I'm not going to be touching my face, um, you know, except to pull it off at the end of the day uh, yeah. or wherever I'm going to. But then I know I'm, you know, maybe a few steps away from washing it off, washing my hands and everything. So, no, yeah, I, I get it. it. The ones I do see like driving around with a mask on, it's usually like hanging down by their chin. Uh, their nose is peeking out the top. <laughs> so why those people are doing yeah. it, I have no idea. I Yeah, I don't know either. I also wear an N95 mask when I leave. So I'm like, I want this to stay the way that I had put it on. Right. Even though I know every, it's funny because everybody's like, if it's not fitted properly, like, shut up. Like, how it's not hard to fit it properly. Like, if you, if the directions to fit it properly are on the plastic on the back of the N95 yeah. mask, like, like, if you can't figure it out, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to finish that sentence, but like, we all know, like, if you can't figure it out, then, maybe uh, well, you know, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> So, um, yeah, we have a saying yeah. for that down here in the South. It's like, Oh, bless your heart. Yeah. <laughs> I I know exactly what. Yeah. So <laughs> my great, my, uh, my granny was from, uh, Oklahoma. So that I understand that very much. Mm. Like when people tell me, bless your heart. I'm like, Hey, <laughs> like, so. That was actually an interesting little bit of news the other day. Was the uh, Supreme Court basically gave half of the half, half of Oklahoma away? The what? I'm sorry, I missed that. Oh no, the uh, there was a news story yesterday where the Supreme Court was uh, basically gave half of Oklahoma that included Tulsa, you know, back to Indians. So that's like yeah. they got to figure out how to do that now. So that's uh, that was kind of fun. 
Yeah, I saw a little bit about, I saw that story. I was under the impression that that land had was already like earmarked and had or had already at one time been for like uh, Native American people. And then the federal government was just enforcing it at this point. Right. Um, so I'm not really sure. Like I kind of kept seeing the spin on it and then I didn't go back. Um, and it's funny because my mom has texted me about this. Um, and I'm like, I don't even, I haven't even responded to anything because I was like, I don't even. Yeah. Last thing you expected was to get a uh, pop quiz from me. So it's all good. Yeah. I probably (laughs) should have checked it out. Um, I, you know, I was talking to Jessica Green about this earlier this week too, not this, but like that my, uh, my grandparents on my, my grandfather and my grandmother on my mom's side both of their relatives are from the same tribe that came from Oklahoma and, and uh, came to California and they just ended up living on the same street and getting married. Like my grandparents were both born in California, but it was just kind of crazy. So my mom's probably, you know, <laughs> calling to tell me something about somebody in the family. And I just, you know, I don't care. So <laughs> I do just, other things are taking up more importance at the moment than, you know, how much land uh, people in Oklahoma are getting for what. So, <laughs> Yeah. I just thought it was uh, interesting just based off of what I was reading. And then I was like looking it up and I was like, uh, yeah, that's uh, actually a very large portion of the state is uh, yeah. now going to a tribal reservation. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I mean, if it was a brand new thing, I, I would, I could understand, I actually couldn't, I really, I would have just rolled with it no matter what, because in 2020 at this point, I'm just, <laughs> like, I'm just waiting for the next thing. It really, to me, is just like, uh, literally, you could tell me tomorrow that, like, there's a zombie apocalypse in California and that there's already a group of people that are, you know, zombie apocalypse sympathizers and that we, it's now hate speech to call, you know, uh, (laughs) the recently uh, deceased, recently deceased, (laughs) uh, zombies. It's now hate speech. I don't call them recently deceased. (laughs) Um, like, Like I would just be like, okay, okay, that's, that's, that's just what this year is now. So get a little list of approved, uh, approved names for zombies. Was that, we're yeah. not saying the Z word, you know, we can't, that is a microaggression. Yeah. Um, it is, you know, living supremacy. Yeah. And <laughs> like, Upper brain function just, supremacy is all, all kinds of good, all kinds of good yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> It, it comes from they're you know an oppressed it's a it's a whole thing so we just you know. yes the differently abled I guess would be another, yeah. another good one and then I tell you know but the thing that kind of comforts me is that I know that that type of um kind of like zombie apocalypse pandemic infestation um it wouldn't last long in California just by the nature of what zombies um, are the recently deceased need to survive. So <laughs> they would, they would just move, move right on yeah. out of the state very quickly. Um, 
And I'm hoping the smell of silicone would uh, throw them off. Yeah, so. just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that's a that's a fun little thought experiment. Uh, I guess you would have to decide on the type of zombies, right? So are we talking like original Dawn of the Dead? We got to eat the brain zombies. Uh, you know, later Dawn of the Dead remake where they can run and they're basically just after flush of any kind. Yeah. So, yeah, that one. I actually couldn't watch zombie movies for years when I was like eight or nine. My dad let me watch the original Night of the Living Dead. Right. And um, I couldn't remember if it was the first or second one, but the most horrifying thing to me was that at the very end the hero is killed and it was just if you haven't seen it then oh well the movie's like 50 years old then you should have just, yeah it's and, too late uh, spoiler alert um, but i just remember being horrified and i think it shaped so much of my childhood and how i think today is like you can go through something horrible and there's no guarantee that you're coming out of it at the end, like safe, like, like, like literally it taught me that in life, what's most likely to kill you is a misunderstanding. <laughs> and it's like, and I feel like if that's not the motto that 2020 should have, then what is? <laughs> yeah. It started off with a, uh, with a weird, uh, bat soup, uh, disease. Uh, we had yeah. murder hornets for all of like two minutes, uh, Fires. The, I mean, literally, the world was on fire. Yeah, the world was on point. fire at one point. Uh, Kobe Bryant died. Yeah, I Kobe. Mean, the, like, just it, this has just been a horrible. Yeah. Kanye West announced his uh, run for president. Uh, we given half yeah, of Oklahoma back to the Indians. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. I, it's it's hard to keep up with the news cycle, like. Literally just last week, California decided that um, they are not sure if kids are going to go back to school, which I I thought, okay, then maybe this will be a good thing because a lot of parents in homeschools and charter schools that had do distance learning and stuff, right. California has to, to realize like, oh, okay, maybe we should move some of the funds that the taxpayers have to pay that parents who are taxpayers are paying. Um, maybe, maybe I like an idiot. I thought maybe homeschool kids will get more fun because more parents will join right. uh, homeschools. So California's response to that was more parents are seeing huge gaps in education in the public school um, to prison pipeline. And we can't let that happen so we understand that they're seeing these huge gaps. We understand that we might not be able to let them open up. Um, so we need to go ahead and take funding from homeschool, public homeschools and charters. At, um, I don't know how, where the audiences are, or you are or anything, but um, you can, you know, a lot of charter schools have a basically like a distance learning where you do homeschool with your child through the charter school and you pick vendors and um, any funds, that would go to a child's school follows the child and then the child can use that to um, pay for their curriculum that year, which is we take full advantage of it because I pay property taxes right. and I feel absolutely zero guilt about that. Um, but California had 
realize that they were going to have less prisoners in 10 to 15 years if uh, they let parents uh, take an active role in educating their children and filling in those gaps. And so what they did was passed a bill um, that stops funding moving with a child and keeps it at whatever school, whatever public school they were at uh, last year in the 2019, 2020 year. Hmm. So kids that were trying to move with the, the mass exodus that was going from uh, public school to charter and private uh, or, and to public homeschooling, uh, the, those kids, tons of them um, were basically told even after they had registered, we're sorry, we can't take you because California's um, cut off our funding and we're only allowed to have funding for exactly as many children as we had last year. And even if you leave the school, um, your child's funding is now staying with that school. We know it makes zero sense, but we're California and we feel like that's a good idea because we want you to be prepared for, um, for oppression by the state early. Yeah. And I think, I think, um, I really have to, you know, give it to California. Like I, I'm really impressed that they, that the, the way they consistently apply authoritarianism from a young age. So people realize from a young age that, um, oh, yeah. that the state is going to crush their soul. <laughs> That's putting so, it lightly, but yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I mean, if I trying to take a positive spin on it, at least they're consistent. Um, but yeah, so uh, needless to say, I spent uh, days emailing, tweeting uh, senators, assembly people, Congress people, um, Gavin Newsom, uh, anybody that I could think of to implore them to please not go along with this and. Um, in the end they went ahead and did it because there's no counterbalance here. So, and I'm not, I'm not saying Republican counterbalance. There's no, no, that's uh, that's not a counterbalance. (laughs) Yeah. Like I, I just want people to, I want to clarify that because somebody said, Oh, well, Republicans are just as bad on Twitter when I made this argument. And I said, yeah, no, I know. I said counterbalance, not just (laughs) more of the same. Um, There's no real Liberty seeking, um, counterbalance and and California needs that and parents are parents are going to see what's happening um they're already seeing the gaps in education and California trying to stop that with this bill makes it very clear that they do not care the the California government does not care about your children they absolutely do not care they're Gavin Newsom's uh Gavin Newsom's interest lies in his political aspirations and that's it. And California has um, a, a, the teachers union in California has a chokehold on it. And uh, California cares about satisfying a, a bloated teachers union that, that doesn't actually help teachers. It just continues to go to administrative costs. It doesn't help students. And certainly I helps the like teacher I, union. So, it does, yeah. It, it does nothing to help anybody um, that actually would care about children, right? And um, 
so yeah sorry i kind of took over your show with that. <laughs> no that's that's fine that's what's going on in your neck of the woods so oh yeah so that's uh, what's going on over here this <laughs> week <laughs> no not, i will say that's uh one positive thing that i have seen from from this whole thing is like parents actually now had you know got to see firsthand what their kids were doing in school all day and a lot of those parents didn't like what they saw and uh they started looking into the homeschool and they found oh well yeah this stuff i can do you know there's entire facebook groups devoted to this area's homeschoolers and uh-huh. and shock and surprise not all of us is very churchy either so uh, yeah, I mean, I, anybody that's even considering homeschool, uh, first of all, you can, you can, I'm new to this, but I am, I pride myself on my like dedication to research. Yeah. Um, and if I don't know the answer. I can point you in the right direction. I'm on Twitter at tweets by Brit. Um, and just so you know, if you, you don't have to be a religious family to homeschool. In fact, a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot of families are not religious at all. Yeah. And if you go, if you, um, choose at least in California, a public school option, you can choose a public school option for homeschool. Um, and you can teach any curriculum you want. It just has to be non-religious. So, right. um, you will get a vendor list and every, almost every, um, vendor that you go to that sells homeschool curriculum, they will give you an option of two separate curriculums. One is religious, one is non-religious. Um, and you can pick and choose. Um, and it has, it has nothing to do with homeschooling has nothing to do with religion. If you don't want it to homeschooling is about what you make it. Yeah. So, yeah, because that's uh, always been the objection to it. It's like, oh, those are going to be the weird kids, or you know, that's the uh, the the Jesus family over there. So, yeah. but it's a strange objection, like that, like oh, that <laughs> the Christians over, there. <laughs> like uh, I, you know, it's just a it's a strange objection to me. But um, uh, it's also the new thing coming up is. The, like oh homeschool uses their like they use funding charter schools use funding for just disneyland all day and um the the weird thing about that is that kids in charter schools and kids in homeschools uh typically outperform kids in a public school system that go you know right. kindergarten through grade 12 um and they tend to have they have a higher percentage of kids that go to to college and to graduate um percentage wise obviously not numbers wise because there's way more kids in public school yeah and um one is just not true parents are not using charter funds just to go to disneyland all day two if parents were just using funds to go to disneyland all day if they're outperforming your kid in public school maybe there's maybe you should reconsider that yeah (laughs) like what does it matter (laughs) if they're outperforming um, you're, you know, a kid in a public school setting. So, um, that's really something to think about. And my favorite thing about that is that's, that's what, that that was what the big thing about the, that started this bill is they're not using funds the right way. And then of course you go on to the LAUSD webinar yesterday, I think it was yesterday or the day before, and all of the parents in public school, LAUSD public school, talking about last year's uh, paid for by the taxpayers uh, Disneyland field trip that public school kids were going to, which I'm not, I'm not, 
Well, well, I'm opposed to any taxpayer funds being used for anything ever because we should all just keep our money. So that's the baseline. I'm not going to say it again. If you don't know that by now, that's where I'm at with that. Everybody should know that. But like, I'm not opposed to kids doing that. I just think that it's ironic that the same group of people that was so, that used this to light the torch of. Oh yeah. um, They were definitely projecting their own insecurities on others. Yeah. Definitely what it sounds like. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's hilarious to me. Yeah, um, and that it, it is going to sound a little weird to anybody else uh, in different parts of the country because we don't have Disneyland like a couple miles down the road. So yeah, that's, just it's insert true. whatever amusement park is nearby you. You know, <laughs> yeah, whatever you have. It does. I I forget that not everybody is uh, right as as privileged as we are to get to go to Disneyland. <laughs> um, Whenever we want, for the low, low price of $152 a day, you too can spend every day at Disneyland. That's right. Um, right. uh, And when they open back up. So if they ever do. Maybe, maybe. If Gavin Newsom is having a good hair day, maybe. Maybe you'll get back in there. Maybe, maybe, yes. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll I'll shit all day on Gavin Newsom. I am very jealous of the man's hair. So I, I'll, I'll have to give him <laughs> one one positive thing. <laughs> Well, you know what? It's kind of um, people love to 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 talk trash to me about California. People have offered to come rescue me from California. I mean, you've seen it on Twitter. They all. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They love to tease me about being from California. Uh, my best friend in the whole Twitter universe, Jessica Green, uh, she t- has told me that I did a loser. Oh man, I lost her. Hey, uh, Rebel. Uh, yeah, Harry, what happened? Well, uh, it seems like the, uh, the computer thingy did a thingy and, uh, we lost connection. Um, okay, we'll get it back. Well, you know, I don't know this stuff. I mean, I press buttons and stuff happens. Uh, anyways, I think she's coming back. All right. Okay. Hello? Oh, there she is. Sorry about that. <laughs> My computer just decided to like completely like I'm I'm calling you back from my phone. Ah. My computer decided that it's not it doesn't want to connect to anything right now. So I apologize for that. Yeah, that's okay. That dark Tom Woods, that son of a bitch. I'll tell you what. <laughs> He's I think I heard him laughing outside saying something about smackers <laughs> and uh free ebooks. So I don't know. <laughs> It's probably, it's probably, uh, it's probably like the, the California, it's probably just California listening in, <laughs> you know, state making sure I'm not, you know, disparaging them too much. So. I said good things about Gavin Newsom's hair. Come on. Yeah. He, you know, he has great hair. Uh, it's a little, it's a little greasy for my taste, but, um. I see why some people might like that 80s stockbroker look. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's yeah. A little, little, and he has a winery. So. Yeah. He's got a little Gordon Gecko thing going on. So. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, and you he, were saying before you were so rudely interrupted about Jessica Green. I, that she says that I am, uh, I, it's like I, I'm rearranging chairs on the deck of the Titanic. That California is just a sinking ship. I need to let it go. 
Uh, <laughs> but I still have hope that we can turn it around. You know, if there's enough liberty-minded people, the the problem is that the, the people in California so desperately. It's not that they believe. I don't even know that they believe their ideology so much as that they so desperately just want to belong to something. They just want to be part of the group yeah. so much. Um, in certain, you know, especially Southern California, Los Angeles. I mean, they they it's just beyond them how horrible it would be to not be um adored by their echo chamber and um you know it's like i i uh probably being a little harsh but i've watched it for many (laughs) years and i've seen it i've seen it play out over and over again they all want to be unique just like everyone else around them they all want to be um you know the the most um, the most whatever it is that you're supposed to be the most of at the time, it's always changing. Oh, so yeah. um, whatever cause it's supposed to be, it's like you have to be the most of that and you have to be the first one to have done it. And then it's just so gouge to like keep caring about that cause when we've moved on to another cause. And it's, it's just um, uh, to them, I feel like I don't think this about every Californian I, by far. I think there's a lot of people like me that are standing up more, but there's a lot of people that I see, especially in Los Angeles, that that social justice and things like um, everything that we're experiencing in the last couple months is, is a, a, a trend to them. It's yeah. another fashion trend. It's another um, what's in style this season to them. And they will eventually move on to a different cause. Yeah. So. I had uh, I had gotten blocked by somebody, and uh, I had pointed out to them. I was like, uh, you, you, "You're talking a big game about being a member of you know the quote resistance, and that uh, you're trying to stick it to the man." I was like, "Well, take a look around you. Uh, all of Hollywood is on your side. All of academia is on your side. You have a whole bunch of people in politics that are on your side. What exactly are you resisting?" <laughs> yeah you are the man at this point. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hard for me to, it's hard for me to, to garner sympathy on the other end of that. um, You know, the LA times just put out a story this uh, yesterday saying how hard hit the uh, motion picture and television industry is going to be hit. And the comments from the country where basically who cares we don't care those people deserve to never work again um yeah a lot of people don't realize I, how many blue collar type jobs are in that industry yeah. so that all of the yeah. sets have and, to get built you know yeah and how many industries are affected by that and i and i hit back a little hard and but a lot of people were like oh i didn't even think about that like how many other industries are affected by it i mean not just my husband who works, you know, my family who he's directly in the film industry, but we don't, you know, we just make average, like what would be like a median income in California, Um, you know, but other industries, the restaurant industry, waiters, waitresses, uh, busboys, janitors, people that, you know, clean up, uh, you know, uh, hospitality industry, um, clean, uh, you know, just all kinds of industries are affected by this. 
and not just California. Um, if this industry doesn't make it, which it will, um, it will, and it will through the great hypocrisy that California has a long, beautiful tradition of, right. um, it will survive, but, um, it, 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 it won't just be, you know, it's not just California that'll be affected. It'll be New Mexico, who is very reliant on motion picture and television, and Georgia, um, yeah. which a lot of people, you know, I understand, that, like Georgia and California could not be any more different. But when it comes to something that they rely on, you know, yep. um, this is one of those things that. State of Louisiana, too. We've got two sound stages here. We've got the Celtic Studios right here in Baton Rouge. And then there's the Mansfield uh, Studios up in uh, Shreveport. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's not just in the United States, Canada, tons of filming. And and this is the thing. Yeah. All of your favorite TV shows are filmed in Vancouver because it looks kind of like New York City. So. Yes. And anytime you see a college campus on TV, especially on Netflix, you are watching a college campus in Vancouver. That's right. So because they look like every, you know, um, back east college here. Yeah. And they get to save on filming because it's not as expensive to film up there. So. Yeah. And, and I'll be, I'll be the first one to say the industry, motion picture industry, I think is amazing. I mean, uh, I love, like, uh, I love the idea of film and television and art and and all of these things coming together and technology. I love that idea. Um, what I don't like is the politics that are are that are driven by this. I don't like actors that are woke for pay on Twitter and and social media. Um, I don't like the narrative that's pushed at every award show um, because that's how you you know that's how you get press. Yeah. Um, I don't like that part of it. Um, but there's, you know, there's a lot that I like and there's a lot that I have to say, like, it's kind of cool to be adjacent to that industry. I mean, yeah. I'm not in it. I, I, I used to, um, I, I used to work for a camera house, but, um, you know, now I'm, I'm outside of that, but I see it. I go, you know, I still get to go to the parties and do the things. So, I mean, I would be a hypocrite if I said like, oh, I, you know, I stay away from all of that. You know, like I don't, I don't like, I, and, and anybody that does like, hey, they're a better person than me. Like, <laughs> but if I'm getting invited to a rap party that's free and I get to drink all night on somebody else's dime and like eat snacks and see celebrities, I'm still going to be like, yeah, I'll do that. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so Yeah, it's like yeah. this, uh, this new movie that's out on the Apple TV plus uh, Greyhound with uh, Tom Hanks. Uh, a lot of that was filmed okay. around here in Baton Rouge because we have the USS kid. So uh, yeah, this industry kind of touches a little bit of everywhere sometimes. So, yeah. And I, can I just say, can I just talk about Tom Hanks and Greyhound for just a moment? Oh yeah. That everybody. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that everybody focused so much on like, you know, Tom Hanks, America's dad, told us the, the, uh, got, got really, uh, blunt about COVID and everything. We all did every, was it just me because of my, my vantage point? I wasn't the only one that was like, this is all oppressed for this show. 
because it should have like like this is all theater because he he wants you to watch his show like yeah we don't we're not yeah i saw like a little snippet of his little clip and everything and uh i was like well i mean you kind of lost people there so i mean you're you're I mean, we understand that you got it, but you didn't really have like a lot of the symptoms. I mean, you had shortness of breath and fever and everything, but you got over it. You know, I don't well, get why you're coming down on everybody else for wearing masks and stuff. I mean, it's the summertime, so it's. I mean, I don't know how many like World War Two references he threw in there. Like, I mean, I think at one point he even said like, not not the everything, like not to bring everything back to, but it's like, but that's literally the whole point that's why you're on this press junket right now is to bring everything back to this so right. that people watch your yeah your mini series or whatever it is that yeah. you have going on that would just be lost in the shuffle of 2020 and uh everything else that's being released on netflix right now right so i mean yeah it was uh, I, kind of a kind of a dumb move on his part because i mean you say the words hanks and world war ii and we're gonna watch it <laughs> yeah it's not well, gonna, it's not gonna be bad but i mean when the moment you're you know scolding people you know for not doing something or doing something not in the way that you like it's like uh, well all right i guess I'm, I'm not buying the apple tv plus just just for your movie you know <laughs> yeah i think that he um I think that he bought into the like Twitter is real life thing. Yeah, that's um, that's where, a dangerous thing. Don't don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Where he I mean, I for I would say for me, ironically, uh real life is a lot like Twitter just because of what I believe and where I live. Yeah. But for most people, like they get off of Twitter and they're like, oh, okay, the person at the grocery store and the library and the bookstore and, uh, you know, the gas station don't all hate me and aren't all out to get me because of my politics. Most people don't care. Yeah. Like they just want to move on with their lives. <laughs> and, you yeah. know, they, so, but here it's actively like different where it's like, I, I think probably the reason why I, I am able to, conduct myself the way that I do on Twitter is because I'm like, Oh, this is like real life. This is like a simulation of what I go through in Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, great. That's a, that's another reason to get off Twitter right there. It's a Los Angeles simulator. Ugh. It really, it's like, I mean, think about being a libertarian on Twitter. It's just, <laughs> yeah. It's so fun. That's, that's why I don't understand. Like sometimes it's like, uh, well, I'm going to put a cartoon avatar up there. Cause I don't want, people to know what I look like, you know, over yeah. here, people know that I have a podcast and, you know, they, they understand that I am the resident anarchist in their little group. And so, some, uh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes they'll even come up to that. So I was like, so, I mean, you guys don't believe in roads. And it was like, I was like, no, nah, we believe in roads. They'll be built, you know? And then when we start getting down into the weeds, it was like, oh, you guys have really thought about this. I was like, yeah, we've written entire books about it. Yeah. <laughs> We've done a thing, yeah. you know, once or twice. And I would say, as far as being an anarchist and a libertarian, I feel like the two of us are just bridging gaps right here because, I mean, according to, I guess, Liber Liberty Twitter and Liberty Social Media in general, we just have to just, the infighting. Oh, we yeah. have to just hate each other. Yeah, we just have so, to hate each other because you're a minarchist and I'm not, so. 
<laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, these people have me moving towards anarchy every day, but like, um, and I, I feel like I, I, I'm probably the worst minarchist ever. Like I'm, I'm just a, I'm just an anarchist that I, I feel like I'm just an, I, I'm just a realist that I know an anarchist society would just be like a community that's actually a, a very small government that we call a community. <laughs> like that's really like the only difference is the wording. But um Yeah, it's not like to tell people all the time. It's there's gonna be some rules going around and there's always gonna be a natural uh, hierarchy. Statist. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> but uh at I at the same time I also don't think it's gonna be for three hundred and fifty million people at the same time. So because there'll be yeah. like a little I mean, pocket that's... of the ANCAPs over here and there'll be ANCOMs over there and, you know, weird panarchists okay. over there. And so. <laughs> so I, I have, can I put you on the spot? I mean, you could, you, you are in charge of the record button, so you could cut me off. <laughs> but I All right, look at that. That's uh, enough time for today. I... And oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to ask a good question that came up this week on Twitter. Okay. That you didn't, I, you know, I don't know if you know what I'm going to ask already. I really have no idea. So. Okay. So somebody had brought up. Okay. Uh, hold on. Now I'm, now I'm my husband in there, you know, yeah, I can. you can hear him with his Valley accent. Sorry. Um, okay. So, so there was a lot of infighting this week on Twitter about who that they're, you know, neocon, who's the who's the anarchist and blah 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 right and um somebody had asked like oh what is all this like i'm i'm a attractive woman but also taxation is theft and yeah, yeah. I, you, I know you saw i know you know what i'm talking about now. yeah i know i know, had, I know exactly was like oh to be a proper simp you have to follow and like everything and i was <laughs> like who who is Eric referring to? I knew, I'll tell you right now, I know it's not, I know it wasn't me because I don't think I've ever even uttered the phrase like taxation is theft without saying I don't like no. it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'll, I'll have to break it down. There, there was a, a few more responses down further in that thread. Uh, so I have always made the joke because uh, people have talked that uh, – I've had uh, a whole lot of female guests on my uh, little podcast here and it's because I'm mm -hmm. simping for them that at some point uh, I might get a flash of boob if I talk to them nice enough. And that's, you know, completely furthest thing from the truth. So I like to uh, make fun of it a little bit. So I say, yeah, I've, I've liked and I've commented on your uh, post. And so therefore I'm your simp. Right. So uh. yeah, that's where that's going. And as, as far as, uh, you know, pretty gals that have said taxation is theft and then immediately put like their Patreon thing down below. Uh, those were certain redheads of the official variety. Ah, okay. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I have definitely I noticed can't... that in a lot of her pictures, uh, cleavage is definitely there. So, cause you know, I'm a dude and well, I'm going to notice that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> I'm going to be the first one to say that I, I 100% support that. Um, and I'm going to also, because I, anybody that's ever been on my Twitter account knows, like, literally my profile picture right now is like... Yeah, there's cleavage. cleavage. There. Yeah, nice. yeah, and I, I have no problem with that. I have a... I have zero. I'm like, okay, if that's what gets the message out, that's fine with me. I don't care. It's like, it's my body. It's their body, whatever they want to do with it. Um, yeah. 
it's just funny to me that that's of that Liberty Twitter would would go there. Not you specifically, yeah, but no. that it's been a, a huge topic. I make a um, lot of jokes but, about it, but that's 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 the extent of it. Uh, yeah, I you know I don't care you, that she's got a Patreon thing, and that uh, are you going to see more cleavage pics? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny we had a uh, uh, on my show. If you if if anybody's interested, the Parkles and Brit show that airs Tuesdays on YouTube and all your favorite podcasting platforms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we have a patreon that we're actually shutting down we the, literally the only reason that we even started a patreon was um because we interviewed adam kokish and after our interview we wanted to smoke a bowl with him and we didn't know if youtube <laughs> would let us do it so we were like well screw it let's we'll we'll do this we'll film it and we'll find a way to like get it out right and uh, it ended up that we just have never even put it up and I think that it needs to be put up eventually I'm going to put it up yeah so actually maybe once you air this I'll put it up the next week after or the next day after (laughs) um and YouTube will take it down very fast um probably but we just I mean we don't even we were putting all of our after show stuff on the Patreon and we just realized like you know what let's just put it on YouTube and um we'll figure it out but then somebody had made the joke about the libertarian like women and the boobs and the whole thing and uh so yeah freckles and i both for a while just were like you know what? let's start a cash app and see what happens and we put cash app up but neither one of us we just put it in our bios yeah it was before we knew that it was about a certain person which i'm still i'm not really sure but like (laughs) i'm actually not sure who that person was i think it was just like overall thing and then i was like oh i wonder if we turned into the people that like we were like (laughs) mocking and now people are gonna think it's us so i ended up taking mine down (laughs) throw your your cash app up there mine's down in the show notes of every one of these episodes uh have i gotten a single dollar from it no so it's, I, it's I will not say. So like, <laughs> I won't say. Um, and I, I, well, I will say this. I'm not sure if the money from the cash app came from Twitter, YouTube, or TikTok. Because oh yeah, you'll just never know. I mean, the money yeah, will just show like, up. I, I, yeah, like I, you know. Plus, like there are some videos on TikTok that are like none of them are, you know. Um, like fan only fans or anything like that you know but <laughs> yeah i've i've got funny. a sorted past with only fans so I, I i did an only fans i opened an only fans account on april fools just as a joke set it up <laughs> as a joke did the video and then uh right before anything happened it like cut to like a Muppet girl calling all of them, everybody that checked it out a pervert. Uh-huh. And so I was like, this is, that was my April fool's joke. Um, that was it. And then the next day I took it down um, because I didn't want it to be like a thing where they're like, Oh, you have an only fans. And then it was yeah. going to become a whole thing without anybody <laughs> actually looking at it. So people for probably two weeks after that were, like tweeting me or DMing me asking me what was on that video. And I was like, <laughs> you're going to have to wait till next April. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now I, I had a OnlyFans page for like a week and, uh, 
I had a couple of pictures up there of my uh, wonderful shoulder hair, and uh, I, I got uh, two different offers for five dollars. So awesome! Yeah, That's so great. I was like, okay, no, this is too real. This is now going to go bye bye, and <laughs> we'll just never speak of this again. <laughs> I'm going to put my shoulder hair up. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd, I don't know you'd if be it amazed. Would, yeah, it probably wouldn't hit the same. <laughs> no, I mean, I. <laughs> I don't understand why some dudes are into certain things, but like, you know, pictures of feet, <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't get the feet pics, but yeah, that's, that's, I mean, sad. whatever, whatever, but I, this is what I don't understand. Um, I don't understand why people are paying for any of this stuff when you can find it free on the internet. Like how much free internet yes. fetish yes. stuff have you consumed that you are not like yeah satisfied by that that you now have to pay for even more stuff like that right. is what's scary to me <laughs> like yeah. so like the the ones that I really don't understand it's it's like Lisa Ann has her own like separate little thing going on if you've seen one Lisa Ann video you've seen all of them they're all the same I don't know who yeah I don't know who that is so. okay she. A uh, porn actress who's like in her like maybe mid forties, late forties, something like that. So she's got okay. the whole milf thing going on. But it, uh -huh. yeah, I was like, I was gonna say, if you've seen one of her videos, you've seen them all because they're all the same. <laughs> yeah, like I think when people have like a, I, I don't, I don't know. That just that's crazy to me. Like I would think the people that would make the money on the only fans are that kind of thing are people like, um, well, not me. Nobody wants to see my old ass, but like, <laughs> but like I think you'd be like, surprised. Some, I, you know what? I don't want to find, I'm not going to even, I'm not going <laughs> to, not even going to entertain that thought. <laughs> uh, and I'll tell you why this is exactly not because I'm like, Oh, you know, uh, I, I would never show my body. I don't fuck. Like, oh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I could cuss on your show. Um, yeah, you can. But any, like, not because of that, but because I don't want people asking for refunds when they actually <laughs> pay me. <laughs> so, I don't, I don't need that kind of uh, negativity in my life. <laughs> processing a refund was the bridge too far. <laughs> it's like, like no, it's... my ego can't take that. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, but yeah, I could, I, I could do it for all the other reasons, but like when it came to that, it would just be too much. Yeah. I'm going um, to have my work cut out for me on the edits on this one. I'm going to tell you. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm the worst. I should know better. Uh, that's all right. That's I, all right. I, um, but yeah, no, that's, that's literally my only like caveat is that I know I know how that would go down. <laughs> so. Yeah, that that would be like a little bit of a moment of introspection. It was like, why am I processing so many refunds? I don't know. <laughs> Could you imagine? Just like like it would just be like such a dark time. That be. I can imagine the tweets now. It's like I, I had to give away three hundred dollars today. I mean. You know what I'm doing after this? I I'm worth I'm it. Opening, <laughs> I'm opening. I'm I'm starting it right now. Literally, I'm opening a Twitter account called 
OnlyFans refunds, and I'm just gonna do it now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <the> customer service. <laughs> As a customer service rep for OnlyFans, <laughs> all of all of the reasons. Oh my gosh, I'm doing it. I'm already doing it. This is my favorite oh. thing that I've ever done. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i don't even care you guys i'm not even i'm pro, i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop my show i'm going to ignore my children and my life is now going to be devoted to only fans refund twitter so. yep uh i love to be the facilitator of the calling in life and i'm glad i was able to do that for you <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> Oh, wow. uh, what? That was <laughs> so probably. <laughs> That's probably the best idea ever. It's <laughs> ever come out of this show, anyways. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait either because I'm going to retweet the shit out of it. So <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is going to be awesome. Uh so. Uh-oh. Did I lose you again? No, I'm still here. Oh, okay, perfect. I know you had me on for a specific reason. <laughs> yeah, I think we were going to talk about liberty themes in uh film and TV, but yeah, pff, whatever we got into way better stuff. So <laughs> Yeah, I mean we did we did get to we did talk about film and TV. Yeah, a little um, bit. <laughs> and at some and I had planned to talk about it as a segue into what we were talking about. So right. Now that that yeah. sometimes happens, you know, I'll introduce a topic and then we'll just stray off and that's fine. <laughs> uh, and I'm probably the worst person to have that conversation with anyways, <laughs> because I, I just like, I, I can tell you the three movies that I've, I've watched ever. So and all of them have Nicolas Cage. We know what you do. You, you've noticed. So. <laughs> Oh, we God. get it. Okay. First of all, though, if there's if there is one oh, movie that oh, you're gonna first talk refund, about, first refund request. Why was there <laughs> Nicolas Cage sweatpants? The video came on, everything was going great, and then all of a sudden, Nick Nick Cage sweatpants. No, <laughs> give me my ten dollars back now. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm like, I'm so, I'm so proud of what I am about to inflict on Twitter. I like, I'm so proud of my life choices right now. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I'm going to, I'll you I'll have done well, you. Lord Vader. <laughs> I feel like I am I'm really making some good decisions. <laughs> moving in the right direction. Oh man. Um, By the time this episode comes out, people are gonna be like, that who's that that's who that is? <laughs> I know. I just won't say anything. But if you should put it, I'll 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 send you the I'll send you the, the name in the comments. I'm yeah. hoping it'll just be, you know, only fans refunds, but um, <laughs> hopefully somebody hasn't stole my Twitter name. Yeah. But 
parallel thinking is a uh, thing. So we got to be aware. <laughs> what? I said parallel thinking is a thing. So yeah. That'd be, oh that'd be great if you didn't have to put any numbers or anything behind it. Oh, that'd be awesome. I know. <laughs> I'm like, so, I'm so excited about this right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, what were we even talking about before this? Because I can't think of anything that would ever be as good as this. Yeah, I think that's probably just like the best part to uh, to cut it right off right there. So. Yeah, <laughs> we're done with we settled it. <laughs> this this was the best. Uh, yeah, this was a, this is the best it's gonna get from me. Like you, you've seen my show. You've been on oh, my yeah. show. I've yeah. been on your show. <laughs> like, this is it. This is uh, it's it's we've peaked. So. <laughs> well, go ahead and uh, drop oh. your other plugs because we're not gonna plug the uh, only only fans refunds department <laughs> just yet. <laughs> I. Uh, yeah, I do have, uh, some, some other shows. We actually have a show coming up Saturday, um, that it will already be out. It's a live show. It's our ladies of Liberty Roundtable. It takes place every month. Um, it's always, the show is, is, is always streamed through my Twitter, um, feed. So you can just yeah. see it there. And I always announce it. Um, you can find me on Twitter at tweets by Brit. Um, you can find the freckles and Brit show. Um, every Tuesday on YouTube. It also drops on most podcasting platforms. And um, uh, we are also now part of the Freedom Scoop collaboration. So we're with them. Nice. Uh, yeah. So you guys can check us out over on Freedom Scoop. You can, you know, check us out on YouTube. Um, you can find my co-host Freckles at Freckled Liberty. Um, she is the the redheaded libertarian that you want to follow. Right. Um, although I say follow all of them because I like them all. So, um, but uh, if you're going to, if you, if you only follow one, follow her. Yeah. Um, and if you don't follow any, follow me because uh, I don't have red hair. Right. So, um, yeah. And then you can hopefully find me on only fans refunds or whatever it's going to be called. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that at all. <laughs> you have to get on that yeah. like right now. <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm. I cannot wait. It's. It, I think that it may be the best thing that I've. Like, I've been. I. I am married, and I have kids, and I have my own podcast, and I can't think of something that I could think in the future that I might have more love for than this. <laughs> so. <laughs> I feel like really this is, is my is call. Saying so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just really want people to understand um how much I'm really going to enjoy this. So <laughs> <laughs> All right, Britt. Well, thanks for uh tagging along for this uh for this evening. I was glad I was uh led you to your purpose in life. Uh <laughs> <laughs> thank so. you so much. Thanks for having me on. No problem. We'll we'll catch you again next time. Thanks. All right. <laughs> All right, folks, and there she goes. Tweets by Brit. Uh, yeah, so uh, I hope she does create that Twitter account because I really can't wait for it. And if and if you're gonna go check her out on the YouTube's or uh, download the podcast and everything, you're gonna have to go one step further. You're gonna have to give her a rating, review, subscribe, all that stuff. And hey, hey, while you're doing that, you know, do that to my stuff as well. But anyways, guys, uh, we'll come at you next time with a brand new episode of Rebel with a Cause. I'm Eric. Out.